Welcome to Third Chances, a talk show where we like to hear from people who devoted their life to health, fitness and wellness. Medical professionals, health coaches and all the others who help us every day to cure our body, mind or soul. Those who always look for more natural, holistic ways to help even more people to live a happier and healthier life. Those who don't like to give up easily and settle on you or themselves. It is never too late or too soon. I always believe that every one of us deserves not just a second chance, but as many as we need. I'm Vera, your host. Who better than a master of reinvention with an accent to guide you through it, right? Just like they say, you are not a tree, so move. And God knows I have done just that in my own life many, many times. If you are not completely happy with the direction your life is going, this show may help you get the courage to change what is needed, find a new path and take charge. So come on over, pour yourself a glass of wine and spend some time with us. Let's laugh and cry together and get inspired by people just like you and me who overcame their own doubts and took a leap of faith to reinvent their life on their own terms. I hope and pray that we help you on that journey. And if you feel so compelled and inspired, please let us know. Don't be shy. Who knows? You may just be our next featured guest with another inspiring success story. So here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Third Chances. And today I have very nice guest, Carrie Mitten. She's award-winning certified transformational life coach, a speaker, and internationally best-selling author of two books, The Sacred Dance and A Short, Sweet, and Sacred Volume 2. She's also a master practitioner in neurolinguistic programming, mental and emotional release, and hypnotherapy. For the past 15 years, Carrie has worked to find new ways of empowering men and women to live their life with purpose and passion. By living a life of constantly redefining herself in the corporate world, Carrie became a passionate, heart-centered support system for men and women struggling to feel confident in their lives. She helps men and women find their true passion and to live out their soul's purpose. So she fits exactly to the theme of our podcast. Welcome, Carrie, in my show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted. And please tell us where you're calling from. Yes. So I am uh, in a little town called Escalon, California, which is just about 90 miles east of San Francisco mm -hmm. and 90 miles south of Sacramento. Um, we are in the ag country of the world here. <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. So yeah. from one coast to another, because I'm down in Florida and you are on the other coast, which is how many miles between us? Uh, quite a few, right? <laughs> well, I know I have, yes, I have a house in Michigan and that's 2,400 miles. So I would imagine you're probably 2,800, 23,000 miles away. Never, yes. never <laughs> measured it, but I would sure once in my lifetime would like to make that trip across the country and and see, you know, the beauty of America. That My husband actually did that. Yeah, my husband did that in the 70s. They took a car and they went through 
across the America and it's it got to be beautiful experience yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, for sure so this is exciting because uh you do NLP you do hypnotherapy which mm-hmm. are hugely effective tools for people when they can't get rid of negative thoughts or have a stressful thoughts or anxiety and stuff like that what do you exactly specialize then for people to help them with Mm-hmm. Well, it's a broad spectrum, right? But but primarily what I help people do is release the negative baggage that they have been carrying around their entire life uh, or maybe even generationally or past life. Um, you know, we all have it. Um, it's what it, it kind of is uh, what, what creates our perception. Yeah. Our reality is the baggage that we carry around, right? And typically when people come to me, um, they've recognized that they just feel kind of stuck or they're tired. They've yeah. been they've been dragging around this, you know, this these perceptions for so long and they're ready to let it go. And so um, so primarily, you know, I do work primarily with women. I have had men in my um, in my programs as well, but women pretty much come to me just drained, exhausted, um, in maybe some type of transition in their life where maybe they're an empty nester, maybe they are, um, you know, recently widowed, maybe they're, um, looking for just something more in their career and they haven't quite figured out what that is or their purpose in life. And, and quite frankly, the world has beat them up, um, telling them what to do, how to fit inside of a box. Right. And and the moment that they recognize that this box is not where they belong, that the the box can be bigger, but they don't know how to get there. That's when I come in and help them to release what's holding them back. Isn't it funny that we all kind of grew into that situation when we start questioning, Mm -hmm. is this all there is? Why am I so beaten down? Why am I? And I think especially for women, it's. We feel our caring nature feels like we have to be there for everybody else. We have to be the strong ones. We have to take care of everybody mm-hmm. and then realize that there's not energy left for ourselves. And yeah. I think in the process, we kind of mm-hmm. forget who we are. And isn't it something that happened to you? Because I learned that you were in a corporate world, which is mm-hmm. too many seeing on the outside as a very successful achievement and very successful career. So what? made you reconsider that path? <laughs> well, it all started, um, my, my earliest recollection um, was my, we were, I, I was about 16, 17 years old, getting ready to go to college, getting ready to fill out my college applications. And I would have been the first one to go to school, to go to college in my family. Um, uh, my dad was in the military and he fought in the Vietnam oh. War. My mom went to, um, um, they called it a different, they called it something different. Well, she got her associate's degree, I guess, but well, similar to an associate's degree, but I was very excited to go. And, and we started talking about, you know, my dad asked me, he said, what do you want to do? You know, when you grow up, he said, I'll never forget that. And I was so irritated that he said that because at 16, I thought I was grown up. Right. right. Yeah. You have it all figured out. We all yeah. yeah. So I already had a chip on my shoulder, but then I, you know, I told him, I said, you know, 
I really don't know what I want to do. I, I have, I've always had a passion for people. I love being social. I love talking to people and really um, getting into their psyche and understanding who they are. And I said, you know, I, and, and I, I'm very creative. I love art. I love graphic design. I love, you know, just, just using my creative imagination. And so I said, I want to combine those two things. I don't really know what that looks like, but I want to combine those two. And so we started talking a little bit about it. And finally, my dad said, well, is it something like a nonprofit work or something like that? And I thought, oh, excuse me, that sounds kind of kind of interesting. And he looked at me and out of protection for me, he said, you know, you probably won't make much money doing that. Yeah. And what I heard him say was, you'll never have success going after your dream. Hmm. And that changed the trajectory of my life. I realized that my dream at that point, I made a decision <clears throat> that, that my dream wasn't worth worthy of going after that. I needed to listen to the opinion and the approval of other people. Well, we will right. We were all raised like that. That's yes, kind of, yeah. it took a long time before we got to the point when we realized you don't really need permission. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so what happened, what happened with that, with then, yeah, what did so, you end so, up studying? So I ended up going to college and I and I got a uh, sales and marketing degree because okay. um, that's what my dad told me that I should do. That was the perception of certainty that that is a career that will make you money. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You'll have success in sales and marketing, Carrie. You're a pretty girl. You'll be able to sell every. This is what my dad was telling me, you know, yeah. and I, I listened to him. So that's what I did. And when I got out of school, I went into sales and marketing and um, had a fast track to success. I did very, very well on the outside. You know, I, I met all my sales goals and quotas. I ended up, you know, in, in management. Um, and I did so well that I had a friend um, who came to me and she said, you know, Carrie, I own a, a, a staffing agency, an employment agency. And um, I'm getting ready to retire. And I would really like to talk to you about coming and working for me for a little while and seeing if this is a good fit. And maybe, just maybe, you would be my successor. Mm -hmm. You could take over the business. And again, I listened to the opinion and approval of other people. I listened to some business associates that I had and other things. And I watched the shiny, bouncy ball, right? And it was there was a lot of money to be made. And so I said yes, and I jumped in. And six months into the business, she offered us the opportunity, my husband and I had the opportunity to buy into her business so that we could eventually buy her out. And the, and the reason that I really took this job was because, or this position was because I thought I can help people here. You yeah. know, I can put people to work. I can really, you know, give them an opportunity to, you know, right. to better themselves, right? Yeah. So... After we after we made the deposit and invested almost our entire life savings into the business, about a year later, I recognized that this really wasn't where I wanted to be. Oh no! That, that I can't force people to do things that they don't want to do. You know that people who people who don't have a full time job, there's a reason why they don't have a full time job, right? And and not all of them, but many, yeah, many, many, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, and the, the people that I that I was working with. Mm -hmm. um, 
And there was a pivotal point where um, I had worked very diligently for a woman who came into the office and she was looking for uh, accounts, accountant position, accounts payable, accounts receivable. And I worked very hard to find her position because she was recently divorced on the verge of eviction, you know, um, but very, very marketable, very pleasant. And I found her a position, worked very hard to find her a position where she could go full time eventually. But what happened was she filed a workman's comp claim against our company. She said that she tripped on a computer cord. We offered all the necessary, you know, uh, yeah. really for her. Um, <clears throat> and so the pivotal moment came when I was sitting across the table from her at the deposition. And she started to tell lie after lie about me, about my company, about her alleged injury. Oh, wow. And at that moment, you know, I mean, I just felt so deflated, depleted. I felt so, yeah. you know, stomped on. And um, like it, like your work has no purpose because it can't right. get anywhere, right? That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Here I was giving her, you know, a hand up and she was taking me for a ride. <laughs> yeah. And so I got back to my office that day and I decided that. I was going to go after my dream no matter what. I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know what I was going to do or how I was going to do it. But I just knew that there was something inside of me that said that this, I, I have more to give. I have more to give people. There's something more for me out there. And it's not this life sucking experience yeah. that I've created for myself. So what happened with the business? Did so I walked away. I, um, I drew a line in the sand and I said, I'm, I'm doing this no matter what. And fear rose up and gripped me in the stomach. I mean, I was, didn't know, you know, I was petrified. I didn't know yeah. if I was going to get the money back. I didn't know if I was going to be the laughing stock of the community because all of my business associates said this was a good thing. Right. Yeah. Um, I had age in the, in the, in the community. <clears throat> I didn't know if my husband was going to divorce me because <laughs> this was, you know, one more thing that Carrie did that isn't working out. Right. Mm. Yeah. But I knew also that that on the other side of this this comfort zone that I was kind of creating for myself was was greatness. That I knew that there was something more for me, and so I walked away. And um, and that takes guts. I, I had. I it was. It took every ounce of energy that I had inside of me. But I knew that I couldn't do what I was doing. I mean. I'll tell you, Vera, at that point in my life, you know, there were so many things that were negative in my life that I had mm. to walk away in order to make a change. Right. I mean, my <clears throat> my son was was suffering from severe depression and, and ended up an epilep in uh, an epileptic um, with grand mal seizures. My um, my husband, you know, and I were not work. We're not. Our marriage was not going well because I was very unhappy. Yeah. My daughter was in in college and she was suffering from anxiety. And quite frankly, and I'll be very transparent with you, I was drinking a bottle of wine a night because I was trying to drown out all of this chaos that I've created for myself. Yeah, you want to quiet that stress, and yeah, exactly. That's... And all I was doing was just yeah, adding fuel to the fire. Really, that's also that's also a great point that you're saying because when one person is unhappy in the family. And this is this is not like unhappy because you didn't get what you wanted, but this is deep, deep seated mm -hmm. 
unsatisfaction with the life, it affects everybody around you. Of Absolutely. course. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. My energy was negative and yeah. you, put off, you put off negative energy, you get negative energy back. Yeah. So, so what, what was, how, how, when you are in this kind of circle yeah. that is really hard to get out of on your own, mm-hmm. what made that shift for you? What did you find? What was, what was the one thing that make you realize that, okay, this could be the way. So, I recognized that I had been trying to do this on my own for, you know, what, 30 plus years, right? That, that I, I was really, you know, trying to figure things out. And yeah. I decided at the moment, and I had had therapy, I I'd worked with a therapist and that was fine, but it didn't, it wasn't really what I was looking for. So <clears throat> I decided that I needed to find some help. And I started looking at and researching life coaches hmm. and, I found a program that just resonated with me. I, um, it's, it's through, uh, her name is Mary Morrissey, the brave thinking Institute. Oh yeah. And, and I, um, I went through the dream builder program and okay. it just fed my soul. Um, it, 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 it lit, lit my fire again for my dream, my vision for my life. Mm-hmm. And I loved it so much that I decided that I wanted to, um, that I wanted to become a coach. Yeah. And it just, it just was a perfect pathway to what I do now. Um, and has given me an absolute, a life that I absolutely love. I mean, I, I now have incredible relationships with my family. I mean, my son is getting married in, in April to his oh, love. Congratulations. Um, yeah. And, and he's doing really, really well. Um, still navigating epilepsy. Um, but doing well. Uh, my husband and I have the best relationship we've had in years. Uh, my daughter is married, has a grant, have our, we have our first grandbaby and wow. she's doing well. And, and I most importantly feel like I've found my purpose and my place in life. And when I get to help other men and women have the same experience, um, that's what I'm here to do. That's one, one person at a time is all it takes. That's right. really huge. Yeah. Because some people never get there and it's such a, <laughs> I've spoken with someone who uh, works with uh, people under that bed. And she said the biggest regret when people talked about look back in their life and if they are capable of doing that, the biggest regret was that they didn't do something that they wanted to do. And like you said, they were either talked out of it or didn't feel confident enough to approach it. And they would, they never try what it is and they never maybe felt fulfilled like you feel right now, because this is, this is amazing. I'm, I'm really happy for you because that's, that's a path you find once in a lifetime possibly. Right. That's right. Yeah. 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 And, and, and since then, you know, I have reinvented my coaching programs and, and different things to, um, to bring even more to my clients, but, um, but this is what I have, what I was put on this earth to do. And I look back on my life and I don't look back on my life and feel negative about it. I look right. back on my life and think I'm so grateful for the path and the experiences and all that, because it led me to where I am today. And I think that's one of the most important principles of of living positive life as well, to to be able to look back on whatever hardships and 
look at it as a lesson instead of regretting stuff. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly. I, I I believe that everything happens to us for a lesson, and and we can either it can it, it can either shake us or shape us, right? And so I I choose to have every challenge, every struggle, every heartache find the seed of good inside of it. So. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, I I'm familiar with Mary's teaching, and it's, she's incredibly influential person, impactful in many many different ways. So I'm sure you you know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. So how does it look like for people when they may be on a crossroads and maybe they are in an unfulfilling career and they feel like you did years back? Uh, damn, this can't be it. This is like, I'm so, like, I'm so, or even people that have successful careers sometimes feel like I don't have life. What is, what, 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 this can't be it. You know, when you, when, and you know, from corporate world, when you are in a high position, you are successful. A lot of is also expected of you. So you hardly have any life. Mm-hmm. And you're still building somebody else's dreams. So how does it look like if somebody is on that crossroads, what, what can they do? What can they start with to look at some options for, for themselves? How would it look like if you, if they were deciding to approach you or to have some expectations, what, what can it mean to them? Yeah. Well, the first thing is I would, I would invite them to celebrate the fact that they know that there's something more. Um, because, you know, there's, there are many of us who are stuck in default patterns of life, you know, and don't really even know or think about or raise their level of awareness to, gosh, there's gotta be something more out there than this. Right. I mean, that we, we know, we all know people who, you know, they wake up, they press the alarm button five times, they get up, they put their pants on the same way. They have the same cup of coffee, drive the same way to work, right. The same thing every day. And when somebody has that nudge that says, gosh, there's got to be something more out there, that is something to celebrate because that is showing that person that life is seeking expression, that there is there is more. Life is seeking a more freer, fuller, expanded expression of who you are. And so I would invite them you know, the, to get real curious about, hmm, I wonder what's going on here. I wonder what that is. And and, you know, the first thing that I would do is, is seek seek someone to, to assist you, because one of the things that I know for sure, and my mentor tells me this all the time, is it's hard to see the picture when you're the one in the frame. Definitely. Right. Yeah. So so seek support, a structure of support that can help you to really d- dive into and into your imagination and find out what that vision is that you have for your life. You know, what is it that you would love? Because when you start to do that, it opens up a whole world of possibility and opportunity that maybe you haven't even even really realized or investigated yet. Or you didn't have time to think about. <laughs> or time to think about it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, and, and creating a vision, you know, Napoleon Hill, who's the author of Thinking Grow Rich, he says, all successful people, excuse me, he says, the most successful people, the most successful people begin with the end in mind. Meaning that, you know, we, we, we may have success and we we may have some things that, that go well, but if we want true success, we have to create a vision of what that looks like, allow 
God, universe, higher power, whatever you call that, to fill you up with the things that you, that, that you would love and allow your imagination to run free. And then, of course, you act as if you are that person in the vision. Right. And, and that takes, there's, there's some things that I work with my clients that we, that we get through to really come from the energy of your vision in order to manifest it into your life. Because there are some things that, like I talked about earlier, the baggage, right? We got to let go of the baggage. If you're, if you don't have, if you haven't manifested your dream, it's because you've got some baggage around it. Yeah. Right. So, so to get back to and answer your question, the, you know, the, be celebrate the fact that you're that you know that there's something more out there right celebrate that fact and then seek a structure of support because leaving it up to our own devices it doesn't happen i mean it might happen you might have a little glimmer of some things happening but to have true freedom you really get to work through some things in order to get there it is true it is true when you when you think of it i i remember when I was starting in coaching and I remember uh, following some groups on Facebook and there were people that were not even exposed to open-mindedness and, you know, like personal growth and stuff. And I remember someone just posted, well, why do I need a life coach? They will like teach me about how to live my life or what, you know, very, <laughs> very dismissively. And I was looking at it. It's like, wow, why would Michael Jordan have a coach? Did he want to just live ordinary life or did he want to succeed and be the best in the world? You cannot, like you properly said, you cannot see yourself without somebody looking from the outside when you sometimes you really don't see the trees for the forest because you are all clocked up in your own world. And that's the perspective we have. And those moments when you can show somebody there may be a different way or expand the the view mm-hmm. is those like bold mom moments when you, wow i never thought of it that way and it's right. the same for business the same for life when Absolutely. people when people have issues in their business and you are you know busy with operating your daily procedures you can't possibly take a step back and and view it as a bigger picture to because the solution could be so easy but you it is not that you are not smart enough, but you are so overwhelmed with everything else that it's 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 hard to get quiet and really see that. So that's where I find coaches are invaluable for that. And yeah. and I'm hoping that people understand that even you may be very successful financially, but you may still be unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. And I have met people like that, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that they followed successful career and then realize that's not what makes them happy. And you probably, you were an example of that. Right. You were following somebody's recommendation and then you realized it's not even my dream what I'm doing. And you were successful. Mm-hmm. It is It is not the amount of money that measured this success or joy or happiness in life. This is, this is where people like you comes in. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Absolutely. I tell my, my clients or my prospects all the time, you know, why, why does every successful sports team have a coach or, or professional athlete or business person? You know, my, I think of my husband who's very successful in his industry. He has a coach, you know, all the top professionals in their industries have coaches. 
And why is that? Why? It's because you can't, when you're running, running, running all day long, you don't see the full picture and the coach helps you to get there. So, yeah. And to be honest, nobody needs a coach. No, no. Not one person in the world needs a coach. No. But you may want one if you want to, if you want to go forward and if you're going to, if you want to succeed and excel in something, there is plenty of sports teams that are so-so mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. for, for joy. And there's many people that have no ambitions at all, mm-hmm. but I think people like you and me feel almost physical pain when the purpose is not fulfilled. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you do much less than you feel that you are capable of, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and I and one thing I know for sure is that, you know, there are there are many people who have dreams, right, and have goals. But the the reason that they don't they haven't manifested them in their life because because they haven't grown into that person, yeah. right? There's you're not gonna you're not gonna have those dreams and goals and still sit and stay the same person that you are today with your today's mind. Yeah, That's yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So what do you find? What do you find the most difficult when somebody starts working with you? What is the usual first obstacle you have to get over with to? be able to show and expand their minds mm-hmm. if they are not already, you know, in personal growth kind of uh, space. So the, fir- the first thing that we do is we release the baggage, right? We do a, I do a technique called mo- uh, mental and emotional release technique. And it's really, it's really cracking through the conscious mind, which is the conscious mind is the gatekeeper, right? It's the, it's the mind that says, you can't do that. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough time. You're too old. You're too young, whatever. Right. Um, so we get, we, we, we kind of scramble the conscious mind for, to, you know, for lack of a better term to get into the subconscious level and release the negative charge around whatever has happened in your life. You know, um, there, you know, there could be, for example, when I first started coaching, um, I had a money block, you know, I, 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 I believed that, you know, all of the things money doesn't grow on trees, right. That, that I don't, um, you know, my grandma used to tell me that, you know, people like us are never going to be rich like that. Right. So I had, so I got to the root cause of that. And I, and I did the work uh, subconsciously, which is where all learning behavior and change happens. And I remove that block. So that's what I do with my clients is we come to, we find out what that block is and we get to the root cause of it. So do Um, they have to know exactly what is there? They don't, they typically don't know what it is. We work together to find it. Um, And it's, it's, you know, it's the hardest part. I'll have to say it's the most challenging part of the, of the program. Um, Because a lot of people don't really want to talk about stuff. But yeah. it's not, I don't, I'm not looking for content as much as I'm looking for context, yeah. right? I don't, I don't, I, I'm sorry if, if you've had trauma in your life and things like that. I don't really need to know all of that. I just want to know what was the context around it? What were the, what were the things that your mind was making up, you know, while this was happening, right? And so then we get, we get to the root cause of that. And that, what that does is it opens up an opportunity to use your imagination to really live into that vision that your higher power is giving you, right? That, that vision of your life, how would you love to live your life? What would you love to have, do, give, be, and create in your life? 
if we don't do that first step, that's where the, and, and, and I give an, I give it an, I give my clients an option, right. Cause it is a, another, you know, program to add on to, but, um, if we don't do that first step, then there's, there's blockage in your imagination. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to come up with, well, what do I want to do? Who, who do I want to be? How, what do I want to create? Right. And so, um, so once we release all of that, which is a beautiful process, um, then, then you can get into the imagination and really start to uh, craft a vision for your life. Yeah. This that's fascinating because I know that how we are programmed, it's, it's always the, the negatives are the default, unfortunately. And like, you know, Tony Robbins says, whatever you focus on grows. So if you are in your head constantly, uh, thinking about what happened, why it happened, what did you screw up, who wronged you, whatever happened to you, it's like you giving more power and energy there. And obviously this got to be obstacle to, to create something positive in your life. You cannot create positive with a negative mind. So that's, right. that's a huge step. And I know it's very valuable. Mm-hmm. So when, uh, if somebody decides that this could be something that can help them, what, uh, I, I know it's likely individual process, but what would it look like to work with you time-wise, uh, what is the process? What what can they expect? Well, the, the first thing that I do is I we we have a, what I call a clarity call, and a clarity is a complimentary call where we talk for quite a bit, um, just kind of build some rapport, you know, get to know one another, and then we talk about you know what what is it, what do you think is holding you back from living your dream, um, <clears throat> and then um, you know we we I really kind of point out to you or the, the prospect that, you know, if, if you, if you don't make a change now, what is your life going to look like in three years? Yes. Right. What, what's, what's going to, I mean, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So you're, we're having this conversation for a reason, mm-hmm. right. And, and, you know, I, it, it's, this is a no obligation phone call, right. I just want to, I just help to point out some things that, Hey, you know, <clears throat> there's an easy way to do this. It, it, yeah. Let's press the easy button, right? I, I, you know, I, uh, and, and that call is really about, you know, do we have good rapport? Right. Are you a good fit to be a client of mine? And am I a good, a good fit to be a coach of yours? Right. That's we both get to point. easily decide yeah. right. how that works. Very right. good point. Because I keep saying that, you know, hiring a coach is very, very personal decision. And there are many personalities and many tools that you can, you know, observe. And obviously everyone will resonate with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage people to, that's one of the reasons why I do these podcasts, because we all resonate with different personalities. And if you ever consider to start working on yourself and, and use some professional help, it is so important that you pay attention to details and you see if if that's somebody that can bring you there. Because you have to be vulnerable. You have to be open. Mm-hmm. It, it makes no sense to pay money somebody to coach you and then you don't show up honestly. <laughs> yes, if, yes. You know, I mean, we can only... St- tell so much stories to ourselves, but then mm-hmm. underneath the surface, when it comes out, you have to be 
willing to be vulnerable with that person. So it's a very, very personal decision. And I hope that, you know, when, when we talk with Carrie, you can recognize what kind of personality she is and how she works, if that's something that you may consider for you. Right. And I always, I'm very transparent. And if it's not a good fit, I will refer you to other coaches that I know, you know, because it does, does no one any good to work with somebody when there's not good rapport. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. But if I can ask you, um, would you find it easier to work with uh, women or men as far as their approach to being coachable comes uh -huh. Um, well, I don't want to sound, you know, sexist here, but That's I, do, all right. I do have to say that women, I ask that. <laughs> yeah, women, women tend to open up a little bit more. Um, you know, I've had some wonderful men in my, in my program. Um, but they're looking at it more on a, more of a business aspect, right. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. I, I can coach through that too. Yeah. Um, I have had, I had one gentleman who came to me, um, looking for the love of his life. Um, he was 62 years old, never been married, looking for his soulmate. And he was tired of all the things that he'd been doing, you know, for so many years. And, mm -hmm. um, I'm happy to report that, uh, that he, so this was two years ago when we worked together, he did not find his soulmate while we were working together. However, three months after we stopped working together, he called me and said, I found the love of my life. We're getting married on New Year's Day. And so he's been wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it takes time to open yeah. your mind and perspective for sure. Yes. And, yes. yes. Yeah. And, and, and men just use more of a logical mind, which, you know, we need logic. That's, you know, that's part of our, our human nature. But, but my technique is more on the spiritual side of our nature, right? What is yes. your soul calling you to do? And, and so it takes a little bit longer to get into that dialogue with a man um just because yeah. of you know there's there's some walls that that get to be brought down but you know and and there's some women who do that too but i i just find that i think because i am a woman that it's easy the walls come down a little faster easier to relate yeah 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 that's that's interesting yeah yeah so would you recall some uh other really successful story without obviously acknowledging the any information about the clients yeah no, I've had the privilege. but I've had uh, some moments that really made your heart sing yes for sure um so one client of mine who comes to mind her name is her name is jenny you, you don't have to know her last name but she came to me um we were on a zoom call and she would not turn the light on in her room and um you know we very difficult to build rapport in dark in the dark yeah. but but you know we started talking and she had told me that she was just um wrapping up her third divorce with a man and um she her dream she's she had three little girls she had a a budding accounting business and um really looking you know to uh to increase that but also her dream was to have a home for her and her three children, her three girls, but she didn't believe that she could ever do that without a second income, a man. And, um, and she had such low self-esteem that she wouldn't turn the light on. So 
finally, um, after working through some things, um, releasing some of the, the baggage, uh, working through some other programs, her again, her dream was to own a home. She had a couple of road bumps, which were opportunities for growth. We talked about that. And she ended up at the end of a 12 week program that we were in together, uh, working together. She was in escrow with for her very first home, beautiful home on a lake um, in the foothills of California. Um, and, you know, she was just beaming with joy. And, and And one of the things that I just love about her story was one night she called me and she said, Carrie, she said, you're never going to believe what just happened. And I was like, what happened? And she said, it's snowing up here in the foothills. I had a flat tire. I've never changed a flat tire in my life, but I changed the flat tire all by myself with my girls watching me and I was showing them how to do it. And I felt so empowered. I was so happy. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is why I do what I do, right? A simple flat tire, but it was so empowering to her. Yes. Right. That she could do it on her own. That she and this was such a, a you know, a little thing. It really seems like a little thing. Yeah, exactly. But it's very meaningful. Yeah. 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 So it was really beautiful to hear her. Um, so that was one story. Another story, um uh there was uh her name is Melissa. She is a doctor of physical therapy and a yoga instructor. <clears throat> and um she was working almost 90 hours a week uh, and not making the type of money excuse me, that a doctor of physical therapy should be making. And her dream was to um, work three days a week and buy a home in Florida for her uh, vacation home for her family. And um, we worked together for about six months when she finally, um, what happened was she uh, created an online program for yoga and she was able to reduce her hours down to half So she went from 90 to like, I think it was 35 hours a week. Um, But what that online program did was it increased her income and continued to increase her income so that she could reduce her hours so that she could have time to even go down to Florida to find the house. And by the time we got done working together, she owned the house. She, they were moving in, you know, for, for the vacation home. Um, And she was absolutely thrilled that she was working 30 hours a week and making, I think she, I think she five X her income with the online program. And this was just from creating a vision, you know, and, and living into that vision. She wanted, she wanted to be this woman in the vision that was, you know, only working, you know, 30 hours a week, or or I should say working 30 hours a week, but creating the income that she deserved to have, right. Instead of the income that she was just settling for. This is this is fascinating to listen to because that's also an eye opening for someone who may be sitting on a fence and thinking if the investment in a coach is justified. Absolutely. And it it all depends what the value of your dream and basically happiness in life that's right. you put on. Because I have a safe experience, even though we know the tools and we know the, the, you know, the way to get there. And we understand a lot about coaching because we went through training ourselves. You cannot possibly coach yourself. You still have your own stories and you still need somebody to look from the outside and point things that could be blind spots for you. So we all have coaches ourselves. We invest in ourselves to be, on the best optimal possible help for our clients. So 
it's it's fascinating and i hope that somebody who is listening to it considers that because sometimes we settle we settle in life for whole week looking forward to the weekend that we will have two days and then sunday morning comes and we are already dreading about oh my god monday is going to be here so you don't really live life you 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 constantly thinking either in the past or in the future mm-hmm. this is so important because it's unfortunate true that we have one life to live and why not make best of it at any age that Absolutely. you may find yourself in never late yeah i tell my clients or my well prospects i guess you know if your car needed four tires on your car you would find the money to get those tires you can, you need mm-hmm. that that vehicle to get to and from work or whatever right yeah. well what's what's so different about you if you need support and or you deserve to have some support and some structure in your life to get you to where you want to go find the money find it find it because the the investment will pay off in dividends i mean the 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 success that some of my clients have had you know 5x their income i mean found the love of their life i had another client who's the she's now the number one real estate agent in her area you know in 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 uh, virginia um you know things like that that you, you just you have to just trust in yourself and trust your coach and trust in in the fact that you know this is this is what life is calling you to do yeah so and when you consider huge investments for colleges yeah. that they don't equip you with anything like this That's for right. your life fulfillment you really are just struggling to keep career or or keep a job or, or just go through life however you were told that it's the right way but feeling unfulfilled at the end of the life is really painful point to have and i believe that's worth all the investment absolutely 100% and and any good coach has a coach yeah you know like you said i mean we 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 invest i invest heavily in my own personal development and and so you know i i i want to be the best coach that i possibly can exactly so i share that with my clients cuz i think i think the moment you think you know it all it's the end of <laughs> it's the end of you That's 100%. Yeah. 100%. I'm, at least I'm one of those that constantly, like I'm thrilled with learning new things. I'm still going after new techniques and new, it, it's just, it's empowering. It feels, I want to know. I've There's one, uh, I don't know if it's in the Bible, uh, but it, there's one wisdom that the older I am, the less I know, because the more I see how huge is the unknown, for me because like you said when you were 16 you thought you know it all and i think we all did <laughs> and then you start realizing oh my god there's so much more that i never even heard of and then i never even explore not to mention learn about so there there's a reason why people either settle or they excel in whatever the goals are for their own life because everybody's different that's right I, if i can ask you if you consider to look back to that time when you were struggling with that business realizing that's not you and compare it to today what would be the biggest difference in your life from the perspective of what you were doing with your life i think the biggest pers- the biggest difference is that i back then i was leading with 
my head and I was doing what I thought made sense or what, what the world was telling me that I should do. I was listening to the world speak. And now I listen to my soul speak. Um, I do everything that is, everything is soul led. And I, I have a very spiritual practice that, that, um, you know, allows me to listen to that still small voice inside of me that shows me the way and guides me in everything that I do. And what that allows me is more freedom. You know, I was so, I was really in such a contracted, all I can, like a prison is, is coming to, to the yeah. one prison is coming to mind because, you know, I, I, I didn't know how to get out of this life that I created for myself. You know, it was, I felt stuck. And it was costly too. And very costly. I mean, <laughs> not only financially, but mentally, yeah. physically, I mean, everything, right. Yeah. I was losing everything. And, um, and, you know, me, and I'm very proud of the fact that I took the action step with fear, yeah. a lot of fear, a lot of, you know, unknown, but I listened to my soul and I, I knew that this was the path that my higher power wanted me to be on. And because of that, I, I have, I have so much freedom. I have so much joy, so much abundance, um, you know, I, I learn every day. I'm not perfect at it. You know, I, I, I always tell my clients, it's kind of like, you know, a rocket ship to the moon self-corrects all the way there. Right. So yeah. that's what I'm doing, you know, on my human journey, I'm self-correcting all the way. Um, but, but I, I feel such a sense of, you know, just freedom. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, I, I still, you know, pay my bills. I still, you know, show up to work. I still do the things that are required, but I do it in such a way that fills my soul. I feel, yeah. I feel so full. And now, you know, there was a time in my life when I was raising my kids and I can remember I pulled off to the side of the road because I just felt so empty and I started crying and I called a girlfriend because I thought I was having a mental breakdown and I called her and I told her what was going on. And she said, Carrie, you are pouring from an empty cup. That's right. What are you, yeah. what are you doing to fill yourself up? And at the time I thought, oh, I'm filling myself up because I love my children. I'm doing everything for them. And blah, 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 right now I recognize that it, and this is, this is truly why I believe my family is where they are now is because I filled my cup up first. Yeah. I took care of myself. I put my, even the airline says, put your own oxygen mask on first. Right? Exactly. And we, I, especially I, as women, we, we, yes. we always feel to be there for everybody else first. And that's the against the nature kind of step. That's absolutely necessary. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I, <laughs> I share that with my clients, you know, especially the women all the time. Like, what are you doing for you? You know, I just had a client whose mother passed away and, and, you know, she was, she was challenged right before the, the, the passing of, you know, what, how do I take care of myself first? Well, it's not about going away to a spa weekend, right? It's about what are you doing? To, what are you filling your mind with? Right. What are you, what are you, you know, are you praying? Are you meditating? Are you listening to positive music? Are you, you know, just taking five minutes to yourself every day? Right. It, it's, it's not the big, you know, bonbons and, you know, and all of that. It's, it's 
just, you know, five minute mental breaks. Um, but so, so to answer your question, freedom, you know, I, I felt like I was imprisoned, um, you know, up until that moment in my life. And the moment that I made that decision and I took an action step, the world of possibility opened up to me and all things that I, I now had, I was now on the awareness and the frequency of that's in harmony with the dream that I've had my entire life. And that's a I, huge visual that you just put out there. That's a huge, yes. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I started seeing things that I hadn't seen before. I started receiving things that I never would have received. I mean, it was just an incredible experience and I felt so much freedom and still do to this day. Well, if somebody's listening who is in that crossroad, I hope you can feel how the aura of sunshine around Carrie and you you may want to bask in that same light. You may want to reach out and find out what it would take to, to get where she is right now because it would be a shame to go through life with that song unsung in you, like they say, or that book unwritten in you. And many do, many do. They just give up on themselves and they keep going through life as, as needed and settle and settle and settle. And then one day you realize, oh my gosh, it's too late now. Yeah. I, I, I believe it's never too late. That's why my you're, name- If you're still breathing and you still have yes. oxygen lungs, there's a reason. Exactly. I have the, uh, that's the reason why I named my company third chances, because I believe we don't only deserve second chance, but many, many, many more, whatever is necessary until we find our path and until we find that right thing. One question came to mind when you were talking about spiritual, because I know some people have, they have some perception about spirituality. Um, and maybe especially men that tend to be very, practical and logical uh, do you can you still help someone who comes to you that says nah, i don't believe in this stuff like is there a chance that you can still get through them uh to kind of realize that they also have a heart and soul for a reason <laughs> yes there are some techniques that i use that help them to understand that we're not just human beings we're spiritual beings having a human experience And, um, and I, you know, without giving away, you know, everything, uh, there are some techniques that I use to help them to understand what that is. And, and, you know, I, I meet everybody where they are, you know, um, if it, it, it's not that I'm dumping spiritual guru-ness on you, right? right? It's just that I, I, I want you to understand that, you know, we have a human journey. Our human journey begins here right at birth. And I like to say way, 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 way out there, <laughs> you know, it, it, it ends, but even science says, and we are ball walking balls of energy. Science says that, but science also says that energy cannot be created or destroyed. So when our body lays down for the very last time, the energy is still there. What is that energy? Well, we call it our spirit, our soul. Mm -hmm. You can call it whatever you want. You can call yeah. it energy, but it's there. Right. And so, um, so I help them to understand that and we can take a science approach because I love science and I love talking about, you know, the chemical toxins, I mean, the chemical mix up in our, in our body and how, you know, all of that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely an opportunity to, 
just explore um, in other facets and thought processes. Yeah. Yeah. If I if I had the opportunity to ask your husband today, uh-huh. what would be the one sentence that he would uh, describe you with? What do you think he would say? Uh, okay, so so something just dropped in for me, and I'm going to share this with you. There's a country song out right now called "The Painter," and he in in the song he says my my world was black and white but she's the painter and my husband actually said i this is your song you are my painter because i bring to life not just to him but to life opportunities possibilities resources i mean awareness level right like let's not just think inside this little box there is no box and so i think he would say that she's the painter she she paints vivid expressions, vivid, beautiful opportunities, and helps you to see that as well. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask about something very wise to close our conversation with, but I think you just did. Oh, that was beautifully you. said. Thank that you. was so enjoyable, and you seriously you bring that light and shine, even via our zoom call when we are only watching each each other at the at the camera and i hope that people will recognize that from your voice and obviously you are invited you can watch us on youtube as well it is worth it to meet carrie mitten Mm -hmm. and i am trying to remember i think you were talking about something that we may we may have to invite people to Mm -hmm. yes Mm-hmm. You are doing this, the Tada Club, a mindset makeover for confidence. Would you like to tell a little more about that? Sure, I'd love to. So <clears throat> this is a really easy way to work with me. Um, the Tada Club, it's a membership. Um, so every week I send um, a mindset makeover recording um, that just gives you a little something to think about throughout the week and implementation of that thought, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm a firm believer that you can listen to all kinds of things, you can read all kinds of books, but if you don't put it into action, it will never become a part of your reality. It won't become part of your cellular recognition, right? That's where that's where the rubber meets the road, I believe. So in this Tada Club, we talk about, you know, boosting your self-confidence, eliminating self-sabotaging behaviors, finding your passion, right? Um, uh, finding your purpose, having more fun, um, you know, all of the things that are required to live a life that you absolutely love. And then once a month, we have a Zoom call, my uh, uh, mastermind, where we all come together and we just, you have an opportunity to be coached. Uh, bring to the table whatever is coming up for you, or we just talk about you know what we what we have talked about throughout the week or throughout the month. Um, it's just a really great opportunity to work with me at a very low barrier um, entry. So really fun. Um, the other thing I also do, if I can mention, is I'm also a retreat host. So That's right. I, I forgot I, about that. Sorry. Yes. yes. That's okay. No, no. I, I have um, twice a year. Uh, so the next one is coming up in May, May 2nd to the 5th. And it's a five-star luxurious uh, retreat weekend where we, we um, stay in this beautiful home. I bring a private chef and we leave everything that is no longer serving you on the mountain. 
and you go home with such a refreshed, renewed sense of life and just ready to take it on. Um, it's really, really impactful, really powerful. And I would love to support your listeners and um, inviting them to come to that as well. That's wonderful because it just, when you said that, I just remember one of my first clients when she said, you have no idea how big stone just fell off my chest. <laughs> and exactly that, that image of leaving everything that's holding you back, that's causing you pain, that's causing you really sabotaging your efforts in life, leaving it somewhere and drop it once and for good. That's that right. thing alone is worth engulfed. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And we do it in luxury and style. So I can't, can't get any better than that. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. This was very powerful and very enjoyable for myself. Good. Thank you so much, Carrie, for making time for us. I know you are, your schedule is very busy, so I really appreciate that you made time for us. And I hope everybody everybody uh, enjoyed this, this time. And please, if you feel compelled, reach out to Carrie. I will post all the contact information below our uh, show notes. So feel free to reach out directly and you may want to take a little slow test drive through her membership and see if that resonates with you and works. And who knows, maybe one day you will raise your hand and say, okay, enough. I'm, I have enough of waiting. I, I want it now. <laughs> and once you get to that mode, when you feel everything is possible, that's the right time to really go for stars. Um, I felt like that today with Kerry. I hope you had a similar feeling. We, we have the wings, why not fly? Thank you so much, Vera. Thank you. Thank you.